Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. Today, we're going to be talking about how to grow a big pumpkin. Now, a lot of this comes directly from the book called The Pumpkin Plan. I don't remember who recommended that I read this book, but um, it really taught me something that I, I, I always remembered. And I think it, it mostly applies to people doing like freelance work, but I, I think one, a lot of people do freelance work these days or will end up doing it. So I think everybody should learn this. But I also believe that you can apply it to really any aspect of your life. And the way the author breaks it down is he talks about how, like, when you go to, like, state fairs and stuff or um, just county fairs or whatever the case is, any type of fair, you always will see uh, some farmer grew some massive, massive, massive pumpkin. And when he started talking to people about how they grew these pumpkins, what a lot of them actually said was they would start growing out a lot of pumpkins and then all the ones that were really small, they just started cutting those ones off. They'd kill them. They'd just let them go. They, they would die. And what he said was when you see a, what, like one pumpkin starting to grow, like just naturally, just starts off bigger. You want to focus more resources on those bigger ones and then just keep cutting off the small ones so that they're not taking time and resources and energy away from that big pumpkin that's pumpkin that's growing and over time as you continue doing this you start cutting off some some pretty big pumpkins but you have to do it in order to to keep feeding this really 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 big one that you're trying to 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 get now i love that because what ended up happening so i used to run my own social media marketing agency and i saw this play out to the like oh my gosh it it would be so annoying and basically what would happen is you would have some small clients that are paying very little money, and then you have big clients that are paying you a lot more money. And the big clients always were less hassle and energy than the small ones. The people who paid like um, were paying you almost nothing. They're basically getting a steal. They were the ones who demanded the most. They wanted to talk to you the most. They wanted the most things for free. They were just always on you. Whereas the ones that paid you a lot, you they really didn't ask for a lot. But what happened is you end up losing them all. Because the ones who were small were never happy because they always wanted more and more and more and more resources. No matter how much results you got, they wanted more. And the ones that were big, they would end up leaving because you didn't give them the attention that they deserve from the money that they're paying. So you end up losing everybody or you just ended up extremely frustrated and hating your life. So what this book basically was saying is like, yo, you have to cut off the small people so that you can continue to feed the big ones, the ones that are profitable, the ones that are going to bring the most attention now, as easier said than done, because of what most people see in their heads is they're like, well, I can't cut off the small things in my life because of a variety of reasons, right? And this can apply to so many things. It can, go, it can apply to businesses. I've seen people do this with businesses. You're trying to start five businesses at once. You're trying to do all these different things. And none of them are going anywhere. And you're like, well, I don't understand why none, none of this is working. And the way some people see it is, well, I'll just throw as many things as I can at the wall and see what sticks. But the problem is that nothing's getting the amount of energy and resources that it requires for that business to grow. You see people do this with their relationships. You try to have a million relationships at once and, and hope that they're all deep and great relationships. It's like, no, you have to ha- have fewer relationships sometimes and really invest and invest and invest and go deep into those relationships. And then the, uh, every relationship reaches a certain point where you've known someone long enough. Like it's almost, I think it's like seven years. You've known someone for seven years. It's very hard to stop being friends with that person because that relationship is just going so deep at that point. Um, you, there are so many 
places in your life you can apply this to, things that you volunteer for, just how you spend your time. And it kind of fits back in with the book, The One Thing. Like you have to decide what the most important thing is and the, in that area and then put your time and your resources into that thing. But now we have this very spread out culture. We want to do everything. We think we're good at everything. Um, I think one of the biggest shames is when you meet people who are like 100% positive that they're talented at everything. They think they can do everything. And it's like, no. There are very few people who are truly like talented at a lot of different things. You might be all right at something, but to truly say you're gifted at it, like when you do that thing, it is like just astonishing how you are able to do it. Um, there's not a lot of people who are like that. There's not a lot of people who have that ability. Um, and you have to find, yes, there might be a lot of areas that you're good at, but you got to find that one place where it's like, no, I'm spectacular in this area. And then you continue just working on it and you make that your pumpkin. You make that your big pumpkin. That's the one that when everything, all the other small pumpkins come and try to take resources from that big pumpkin, you say, nope, 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 nope. You start cutting those small pumpkins off to make sure that the resources, the food, the nutrients and your time and your energy, all the sun, everything. Everything is flowing to that big pumpkin so that pumpkin can be as big as, as, as possible. Because when you come to a fair and you got the biggest pumpkin in the world, that's going to get more attention than saying, hey, I have 50 all right pumpkins. Nobody wants to see 50 all right pumpkins. People want to see the biggest, the baddest, and the best. And that's what you need to be aiming to do, to be the biggest, the baddest, and the best. On that note, I just want to say, make sure that you go to... Our, our website, thehabitstacker.com, and check out Habit Mastery. Um, you can also uh, check it out through uh, the app. If you're on Habit Stacker and you go to uh, the More tab, you'll see it says Habit Mastery. And just click on that, and you can check out what our course has to offer. We go through every single thing that you're going to need step-by-step, line-by-line, in order to build the habits that are going to bring your life to the next level. And we make sure that you understand not just like the basics of habits, but we really go deep to make sure you understand the big picture and how to go from setting daily habits to setting the goals that are going to stair-step your life the next 10, 10 years to setting missions that are going to give you purpose until you get on your deathbed. Like it's that it's we're, we're, we're going that in depth here. Um, but it will make everything with habit building so much easier for you. So make sure you check out our course. Um, you'll definitely uh, want to, to jump in that and, and get started learning.